What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Great to have you along here on Money FM 89.3. And as we mentioned earlier, we are joined by the number one customer service global guru based here in Singapore. Welcome to Weekend Mornings, Ron Kaufman. Thank you very much, Jason. Ron, you're originally uh, from Connecticut. We're going to talk about your life story shortly. But uh, the subject is how to improve your service to maximize profits. We're talking to every Singapore business out there. Give us an overview to start with. Well, we're talking to every Singapore business. We're talking to every business all over the world. We've seen in the past decades that whatever your product may be, whatever your service may be, it's becoming commoditized. There's so much competition. The ability to stand out, differentiate, be distinctive from others, and be able to therefore charge a premium price, retain great loyal customers, get great social media coverage. How are you going to stand out and be different when what you've got is the same thing they've got? It's from the experience that you create for your clients and your customers in actually interacting with you. So it's the service, not just the product itself. I like the way you say experience. It's the whole experience from the very start right to getting the product right. And we can look at the experience like you've just said from the start all the way through the learn, try, buy, install, upgrade, replace, renew. That's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at the client experience is that the value that's created there is partly in the product, partly in the delivery of the services in the product, partly in the attitude of the people, and partly in the commitment and the cultivation of a longer-term relationship with whomever it is you serve. Now, you have uh, upyourservice.com. It's uh, very well known. Also, ronkaufman.com. You've been in Singapore a long time. Many people here complain about the level of service compared to the U.S., where you're from, and other countries. Assess the current status of Singapore service for us. Well, I came to Singapore 28 years ago. And I just want a little bit of background. The reason was that all of the low-cost manufacturing went to China. And all of the BPO and the, the data processing and phone centers all went to India. And Singapore was pragmatic enough to look over the horizon and say, hey, we're going to have to reinvent this economy to be more value-creating, more attractive, that will still have the rest of the world say, we want to come to Singapore, do business in Singapore, visit Singapore, grow our business in Singapore. So how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to have to become a value-adding center. That means higher services, better value through service. But the population wasn't really educated that way. It was more don't make a mistake and go to work mm, in a factory, mm, Six true. Sigma and Zero yeah. Defects. And yeah. that's what Singapore was really focusing on. Mm. And to its credit, we are incredibly efficient and productive and accurate and secure and safe and mm. fast. That's that side of Singapore service, terrific, best mm. in the world. Mm -hmm. The other side is that attitudinal side. It's the expression of concern and care for the well-being of the other person you serve. And there's a very strong cultural component in that. Mm, and I think that's a long road that we're still <laughs> on together. So, yeah, look, a lot of people will complain. They go out to a restaurant. Probably they've been out this weekend and they haven't had good service. And they say, wow, Singapore service isn't great. It, not really getting better. What's your belief about that? I think we are getting better. I think we're actually getting a lot better. And part of it is because of how the culture itself has evolved. You look at how cosmopolitan Singapore is today. Mm. We have the entire world coming here to live, to work, to play, to get medical care, to be educated, to, to go to conventions. And when you're in service, the definition that I wrote is that service is taking action to create value for someone else. The definition doesn't start with the action you take. 
it starts with your understanding of the someone else you serve. Mm. So you can appreciate what they value. Then you can choose the right action. And that way of thinking, that curiosity and concern and care for the other person is something that, well, as we said, it's a long <laughs> road, but I think we're getting better and better every day. Yeah, I like the way that you talk about that, really understanding the customer. That, that's really where it starts, surely. The customer, or if you're an internal service provider, it could be a colleague. Mm. If you're the boss, you could say the someone else I serve is my staff. Mm. If you're the staff, you could say the someone else I serve <laughs> is my customer and my colleague and my boss. Right. So talk about some of the Singapore companies that you've worked with and some of the ones you've helped. Sure. Um, we we tend to be involved with some of the large transformations that are going on. When I, when I first came here, I had the great privilege of working with Singapore Airlines, uh, already an outstanding service provider. I was one of many who helped contribute to that over the years. And then Changi International Airport and then Raffles Hotel after a major renovation to reestablish a strong service culture. But today we've been working very closely with, for example, Singtel, mm. when if you go back several years, they were rather low in terms of the customer satisfaction mm. ratings mm. and now they're number one. Is that right? In fact, their rates are so high that we've never had a telco that's had customer satisfaction rating so high in the index. Mm. Um, people complain Income. a lot about telcos, don't they? That in, historically, in Singapore, people complain about going down to you know, the, the shopping center and having a really bad experience waiting around for a long time and then not even having their problems solved. But now, as you say, Singtel's rating is much higher. Much, much higher. And there's been a huge focus throughout the entire organization, not only the customer-facing people, but all the way back to and including the network engineers and the IT team and the finance team. It's an entire culture of uplifting service that enables the people who are external customer facing to do a better job because they're getting better internal service. And some of the other companies that you were talking about that you're helping at the moment. NTUC Income, when they made a major branding change from mm. the old look and feel to the new, more progressive, modern, colorful. Mm. Well, the service had to evolve that way as well. We had the privilege of working with them. Marina Bay Sands, after opening and the, the service level wasn't quite what they wanted it to be after a few months. And so we had the privilege of coming in and working with them and helping to really build a very strong culture of service. Well, let's dig deeper. Tell us how you work with an individual client like uh, you know, Marina Bay Sands or uh, NTUC. Well, if you're working with a large organization like those that you just mentioned with thousands of employees, then it's not just a matter of customer service training. In fact, we're saying that training for scripts and standards and procedures, that's not even what really needs to be accomplished. We need to educate people. What does it mean to be in service? For example, that definition, service is taking action to create value for someone else. We're not teaching that to the kids in school mm. or that service excellence is taking the next step up that will create more value for someone else. These are essential components for succeeding in life. And so that kind of education and then the principles and the tools that we've created lays a foundation. With uh, Ron Kaufman, the number one customer service global guru, you know, when we look at Singapore, there are people out there that say, look, being serving someone isn't something I want to do. Maybe let that uh, job go to someone who's a foreigner. And you'll often hear that from parents. You know, <laughs> I don't want my child to be a service provider. And I say, well, what do you want them to be? I want them to be a professional. Okay, give me an example. Well, a doctor. Okay, what does a doctor do? A doctor takes action to create value for someone else. That is the definition of service. It's a mindset, isn't it? It's a way of thinking and yeah. appreciating mm. the gift that we have in mm. life to mm. be able to be in the world in a way so that the action we take is valued and appreciated by others. Mm -hmm. What about incentives that we, we see in jobs where you know, someone is trying to provide a good service and get feedback, but only to get compensation, not because it's part of their culture, not part of their DNA. 
Well, I think the desire for compensation is fully legitimate, especially on Money FM. Right? We're <laughs> exactly. Looking at, hey, how do I make more money out of yeah. this? But money is is a reflection of value created for the other person, and we also know that when you do that well. They appreciate you. Mm. You're going to then feel good about yourself because of what you've been able to do for them. Mm. So the what goes around comes around is true in the world of service and earning money and creating profits and getting great reputation. But there's a little hiccup in that. The question is who takes the first step? Mm. If what goes around comes around, do I wait for somebody else to be nice to me and then I'm nice to them <laughs> yes. or do I initiate? Yeah. And what we're saying is when you have the mindset of a service provider, you take that first step. So there's an SME out there that wants to increase its profits through better service. What's your advice? What's the first step to take? Uh, talk to your customers. Find mm. out what it is that they value about what it is you're doing now, what it is that they wish you'd stop doing, <laughs> right. what it is that they'd like <laughs> you to start doing that you're not yet doing. What is it that they notice that anyone, wanna, anybody else, either a competitor or even an SME in some other business area, does that you think that, that they think you should try, mm. right? So you're exploring what do you value most? What else would you like? Because the creation and continuous reinvention of new value is going to be the success of your company in the future. So what are the areas Singapore really needs to focus on now uh, in the business sector to improve? What are the weaker areas, you'd say? I mean, you know, we have a lot of areas to improve. And one of the great things about Singapore is that we're always looking at, at all of those. So whether it's going more digital or being more uh, flexible and responsive or working more collaboratively across different parts of the organization to be able to be not only responsive to a customer's request, but actually generate new ideas that will allow the company to create more value. So when we say that education needs to be in place, what that education needs to lead to is people who come up with new ideas and put some of those ideas into action. Now, not every idea is a good idea, but if you don't have a culture that's encouraging the generation of new value-adding ideas, then we don't have the ball rolling in the first place. We arrived in Singapore in 1990, and and now it's 2018. Give us a score for the service in 1990 and a score for the service in 2018, or a mark. Uh, You know, I would say that Regarding commitment, it's been an A all the way along. Mm -hmm. Regarding speed and accuracy and productivity and efficiency, it's been a high mark and it's just gotten better. Mm -hmm. Regarding attitude and mindset, I I think that we're we're maybe at a – C plus, and now we're at a solid B. <laughs> oh, that's all right. But there's room to grow, and that's the beauty. All right. We are talking to Ron Kaufman, customer experience consultant, number one customer service global guru. We'll have more from him shortly right here on Money FM 89.3.